When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good Risings, I'm Liz Earnshaw, and this is Hash It Out. Today, we are going to dive right into our listener question. Our listener question is, Dear Liz, I frequently want to talk to my partner about how I am feeling, but we often end up getting into big fights whenever I bring up my emotions. The thing that happens is that I will share a difficult emotion with my partner, for example, being frustrated or sad about something that's happening with a friend or at work, and my partner will either tell me how I should feel or what I should do differently rather than just listening. I really want to connect with them emotionally. I want to tell them what's going on with my life, but it never goes well and I end up feeling frustrated. What do I do? Okay, great question. So. As a therapist, I often see couples descend into arguments for the same exact thing because they struggle to accept and attune to their partner's emotions. One of the biggest triggers for how these arguments happens is when you start to put words into each other's mouths by by telling the other person how they should or shouldn't feel. So your experience of having your partner tell you how you should or shouldn't feel is universally frustrating, right? If we go to somebody and we say, hey, I had a horrible day at work today. I'm so angry at my boss. And our partner responds by saying something like, I don't get why you're always so angry at your boss. It's just a job. It's a part of life. You shouldn't feel angry. You should know how just to get over it. What is going to happen when that happens? If any of us are on the receiving end of that, we get really upset, right? And so we either respond by shutting up or shutting down or yelling at the other person. We might say something like, you know what, forget you. I'm not gonna talk to you about my feelings anymore. The interesting thing is, is that while it's universally frustrating to be on the receiving end on that, it's also pretty universal that we dole that out to other people, that when they come to us with their feelings, especially feelings that are frustrating to us, that we kind of tell them how they should feel about things, right? For example, someone might say to you, I'm so angry with how the doctors are dealing with this person I love. And the other person says, I don't think that's how you really feel. I think you're actually sad. You're just always using anger instead of sadness. The other person's gonna be frustrated with that, right? So the two examples I gave of someone telling somebody how they should feel really illustrates how that's gonna activate an argument. Sometimes it's a quiet type of argument that we have in our head, like we start telling ourselves, I'm just not gonna talk to my partner anymore, and sometimes it can get loud. We know that showing understanding and curiosity and sensitivity to other people's emotions tends to lead to more bonding and fewer arguments, but and we don't really do these things. So what can we do about it? Something that's really, really important to do is to learn how to be differentiated. And so your partner needs to learn that you are different than them. Humans tend to forget that, right? We often 
think about things in terms of what we would feel or what we would do, and then that's how we respond to people. But people are complex. We each have our own complex stories, our own experiences of emotions. And so we need to learn to become differentiated. Differentiation is the ability to be present with the emotions of other people without trying to control them through shutting them down or like fixing them for the other person. So in order to respond well to our loved ones, we have to be able to differentiate. That means being connected to ourselves. So your partner being able to say, you know what, I wouldn't be upset about that. So being connected to themselves while also still being connected to another person and being able to understand that their feelings and their perceptions might be different. In order to improve that, I always encourage people to practice speaking for themselves. Notice how often you're not actually speaking for yourself. You're telling people what they should do or what they should think, or you're using a crowd by saying something like, well, other people wouldn't be upset about that. The next thing is to learn how to validate not only your partner, but yourself. And then last but not least, you need to learn to self-soothe. We tend to shut people's emotions down and be unable to emotionally connect when we feel overwhelmed inside. And so learning to self-soothe helps us to be present. I'm Liz Earnshaw, the author of I Want This to Work. You can find me on Instagram at Liz Listens. Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings. We love to hear from you. So please take a moment to leave a review. Until next time, love on your loved ones. And when that gets hard, tune in to me to learn how to hash it out. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.